And now, welcome to Chai with Manju, with your host, Dr. Manju Shad. Hello and welcome to a very special edition of Chai with Manju. Today, we're going to share the story of Akshapatra USA and the inspiring leadership behind it. Akshapatra is the world's largest NGO-run school-made program with the mission that no child should be deprived of education because of lack of food. Akshapatra has been applauded for the phenomenal work by the leaders across the world, including Prime Minister Modi and President Clinton. Our guests today include Desh Deshpande, Chairman Emeritus and Founder of Akshapatra USA, Siva Sivaram, Chairman of the Board, Srivatsan Rajan, Vice Chairman of the Board, Rajiv Chen, Interim CEO, and other board members including Dr. Rachna Kulkarni, P.V. Jagadish, as well as Rupa Makija. Last November, Akshay Patra completed 20 years of service to children and communities. We started in the year 2000, feeding just 1,500 children of five schools in Bangalore. Growing from strength to strength today, we serve over 1.8 million children across the country every school day. All of this journey, we have enjoyed the strong support of the Government of India and the various state governments in the form of grants, subsidies or permissions or through their words of encouragement. Their steadfast support has enabled us to serve healthy, nutritious midday meals to children. Every day, as we pursue our vision, no child in India shall be deprived of education because of hunger. I'm going to start this show with Desh Desh Pandey, of course. So, Desh, you started the Akshapatra USA journey from your home office in 2006. And now, of course, it's expanded and grown exponentially. What motivated you to start Akshapatra USA? Well, Manju, you know, thank you for bringing back those sweet memories. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't believe it's already 16 years ago. But, you know, we set up our own foundation, the Pandey Foundation, in 1995, after our first company went public. And so over the next 10 years, as I got slowly more and more involved with the foundation work, uh, I initially realized uh, an important thing, that is, for anybody to have a big impact, you need two things. You need a good cause, you need compassion, but in addition to that, you need execution excellence, which is what we saw missing. Either, you know, in the for-profit world, people execute, but they lack compassion. In the nonprofit, they have a huge amount of compassion, but they lack execution. And we saw this organization that had combination of both. And so Jayshree and her sister Sudha, Sudha Murthy, decided to build this big kitchen in Hubli. And so that's where our journey got started. And as I got to know them, I really saw the promise. And when I got started, they were maybe feeding 100 or 150,000 meals, which was dramatic at that time. But it's amazing to see them scale now, just before post-COVID, to 1.8 million children every day. So they're... It's been a right gamble, and it's amazing how much how many people are supporting them, and and it's a, it's been an excellent journey. 
So now I'm going to ask uh, Rajiv Jain, who's our interim CEO. Now, Rajiv, you have a very successful background in the tech industry. What motivated you to join Akshay Patra and then take on the leadership role recently? Manju, first of all, thank you. Thank you for uh, inviting me and thank you for doing this for Akshay Patra. So uh, my wife and I, we ran a technology company for 20 plus years and we sold it a few years ago. And while we were running the company, we were doing some small amount of philanthropic activities. But after selling the company, we decided that uh, we'll take, we'll spend our time in taking care of the family and serve the community. And as part of that, we decided to work at the intersection of education and nutrition, because we felt that it's the education that really can help bring people pull out of poverty. And to get the education, it's important to have the food. And we had seen a lot of issues with the food insecurity. So when we looked uh, at India and we looked at a lot of NGOs in India, talked to many of them, visited a few, uh, ran our own prototypes, and then visited Akshay Patra. And I was absolutely astounded. I visited the kitchen with my then nine-year-old son. And when we looked at the operational efficiencies in the kitchen and the scale of the kitchen, uh, it was in Rindavan. It was absolutely astounding. And that is when we said, wow, this is an amazing organization. But really the uh, transformation happened after the kitchen visit. When we visited the school, we interacted with the children. We asked the children some questions. We asked them, what do you want to do? What do you want to be? And when they gave us the answers, we saw the drive, the passion, the ambition in them. They wanted to be soldiers. They want to be policemen, doctors. And that is when we realized, you know, these kids have same aspirations, same drive that I had when I was a child or that my son had. The difference was the opportunity. So really for us, the transformation happened when we visited the school, when we served the meal to these children. And that, that is when we decided that, okay, we are going to, we are going to absolutely support Akshapatra and work with Akshapatra. Everybody who has visited the kitchens, it becomes like a life-changing experience for them. So my question is now for Shiva. You are the president of Western Digital and a very well-known leader in the tech world with a very busy schedule. So tell us what made you join Akshay Patra? And of course, this year you are the chairman of the organization. Thanks, Manju. Thanks for the opportunity. Um, Akshay Patra, the simplicity of the mission is its strength. We grew up in India, in remote rural India. And for me, growing up, the power of food to bring children to school. We were an upper middle class family in a very rural, poor India, I have seen firsthand what food in school does for education. And it's been a lifelong passion of mine. And just for the, the pleasure of being uh, in an organization that has got the scale, able to make a difference, this was an obvious choice for me. But even more interestingly for me is this, this group that you will be talking to, whether it is Rachana or Sri or Rupa or Desh or Bivi uh, and, and, and Rajiv, this group is so much fun to work with in the U.S. Such a group of 
wonderful individuals that just have the same common mission that we work with. We just genuinely have fun doing this. So this, this combination of a unique mission, the scale, and a group of pe- people who have come together that work and have so much fun together, that's the reason I'm in Akshay Patra. That's wonderful. And uh, Srivatsan, you are the leader in the finance world. You've been a partner in the Bain & Company and so much more in the finance world. So you are also extremely busy. So why Akshay Patra? And this year you became the vice chairman of Akshay Patra as well. So tell us more about it. Yeah, I want to echo a couple of things that Shiva said. The, the mission is very powerful. Right. When you think about it, why would you not want to eliminate hunger in children? Right. And there's a lot of hunger around the world, but especially so in, in India. Right. And it's the reason why children don't come to school. It's the reason as to why you know education becomes uh, a constraint for many families. And more importantly, you know, when you eliminate hunger, you enable not just the physical development of the child, but also the cognitive development. And so a nutritious hot meal just one meal a day can make an enormous difference to a child. And actually not just to that one child, but also to the families uh, as well. And so that is a very powerful mission. Right, right. So Rachna, of course, uh, leader in the medical world, a cardiologist, also the past president of the American Heart Association of New Jersey. Very busy again. So why Akshay Patra and why the board of Akshay Patra? Thank you, Manju. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, I am here and we all are here because of the power of education. Uh, That is the common thread between all of us. And that education, I can speak for myself, but that education was heavily subsidized by Indian government and by India. Uh, I I can remember, I'm now paying uh, med school for my kids. I can remember my entire medical school education uh, was completed in 5,000 rupees uh, because it was heavily, heavily subsidized. So I I do feel that uh, I need to pay it forward. And the form I would choose is education. Education can uplift that entire generation uh, and break the cycle of poverty. And adding to that, uh, Akshay Patra's mission of empowering children and girls to stay in the education system by addressing hunger, which could be a barrier in kids uh, attending school. So that mission of educating children educating girls who then can educate their children because an educated girl, educated woman will not let her kids be uneducated. And that uplifts the entire generation, entire family. So the mission resonates with me so much. And now after getting involved in Akshay Patra a few years ago, it was just like Shiva and Sri said, it was a natural progression. The mission is just so powerful. So if I can do more, I would love to continue to do more. And that's why the board. So my next question is for uh, Bibi Jagdish. You are a very successful entrepreneur and venture capitalist. Why did you get involved with Akshay Patra and then join the board? 
Yes, it's it's been actually a very exciting journey for me. Uh, personally, I myself come from a small village outside of Bangalore, which is about 30, 40 kilometers outside of Bangalore, which is like a real village when I was growing mm-hmm. up. And uh, I went to the government school. Mm-hmm. And back during my days, there was no mm-hmm. concept of midday meal in Karnataka. And uh, I could actually experience myself, mm-hmm. right? A lot of my classmates who happened to come from either farmer families or daily wage kind of workers and so on and so forth. A lot of them used to get dropped out or used to be pulled out of school by their parents because they wanted the whole family to be working to make sure there is, there are, they have two meals on the plate, right? Every day. And a mm-hmm. lot of my classmates who were quite intelligent, they could not pursue their education dream. And I was sort of fortunate because my parents uh, came mm-hmm. from the educational background and then they somehow made sure that I got the education. Whereas for many of these villagers, where education was not the primary thing, they got pulled out. And I'm very sure that if only we had the concept of this midday meal, a lot of these children would not have actually dropped out. That means our school probably could have actually produced a lot more educated people who could have contributed in a much bigger way to this world. So that was primarily the driver. And when, I, when Akshay Patra folks, when they uh, founded Akshay Patra, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, some 2000, 2001 timeframe, they mm-hmm. actually came and pitched this to me in the Bay Area because that is around mm-hmm. the same timeframe. My company had gone public and uh, somebody came and introduced these Akshay Patra folks. And I've been actually contributing in my own way uh, since okay. that 2001-2002 timeframe when Akshay Wonderful. Patra started. And then somewhere around 2013-2014, Desh called me up and said, oh, hey, why don't, you, why don't you come on the board and help right. Akshay Patra? And since I knew a lot of people in the Bay Area, uh, uh-huh. I, I said, uh, sure, I'll be very happy to actually rally the right. contacts that I have you know, to start supporting Akshay Patra. Rupa, a local newspaper called you an epitome of American dream. So you are the co-founder and president of GEP, a big global company. And again, a very busy woman. So why Akshay Patra and why the leadership role in the board for you? Thank you, Manju. So I joined Akshay Patra. Just like others said, it is a no-brainer. For me, it resonates with three causes that I'm very, very passionate about. Uh, the first cause is hunger. And if you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, uh, at the bottom of that pyramid, uh, hunger is number one. And growing up, uh, my parents would say, Beta bhuke bhajana hui na gopala. So if you're hungry, <laughs> right. it does not matter uh, what right. uh, philosophy somebody talks about or how much advice they're giving you. If the hunger is there, uh, there's not much you can do. So hunger is the most basic need if it's taken care of. Uh, the second uh, cause is education. And if I look at the difference, uh, countries that have done very well, countries that have not done that well, it is education that makes the difference. 
uh, with Akshay Patra, with the Midday Meals program, uh, there is an opportunity uh, for uplifting, as uh, Rachna said, entire generations. Uh, so providing that education, people having the ability to think for themselves. And if I put myself in the shoes of uh, the folks who don't have food to eat, uh, the first thing they will do is they'll send their kids uh, to work. Uh, they will not be sending them to school. Uh, but having uh, the midday meal program, it's one less mouth to feed. You will send the kids to school so that you don't have to worry about one person uh, to feed, one more mouth to feed. Right, right. absolutely. Uh, the third element is, uh, again, as Rachna mentioned, the people who get shortchanged, they get the short end of the stick is the girls. Uh, if there is a choice between do I feed a boy or do I feed a girl, if I have only one person, they will more likely than not feed the boy. Why? Because there is a hope that when we grow old, he will take care of me. But with Akshay Patra, with the free meals, uh, midday meal program, they don't have that excuse anymore. Uh, and uh, there's an opportunity for them to make a difference. And leadership role, <laughs> it's very simple. The skills you learn, uh, whether it is ego at the door, whether it is persistence, <laughs> not giving up, all of those, uh, you have an opportunity to uh, leverage those uh, in a role like sure. this. It's sure. my privilege to be associated with Akshay Patra. This is so wonderful. And I'm sure so many people are going to be inspired today. And it's also really amazing to hear about all your diverse backgrounds, you know, the, your professional experience and your personal, all the journey that you've had. And all of you are bringing all that unique experiences, which is helping in the growth of Akshay Patra. So um, Shiva, of course, um, you know, the entrepreneurs are at the core of Akshay Patra. So tell us how is your expertise as an entrepreneur helped in the growth of Akshay Patra? So in uh, Silicon Valley, there is a basic maxim. We start with optimism. Any problem can be solved with the right minds and put technology into it. That's, that's the basic <laughs> philosophy of Silicon so When you are an entrepreneur in a valley, you learn right. things. With technology, right. with the right minds, any problem can be solved. And right. in the case right. of Akshay Fasra, it's particularly true. When you scale right. up a kitchen to feed 100,000 kids and you have to cook and deliver within three hours or three and a half hours, and you got to scale up, you got to make 100,000 rotis in an hour. Right. There is technology. There is the right. complexity of the distribution. There is a complexity of delivering the right temperature, the nutrition that needs to be exactly balanced. Oh, wow, right. this is a lot of fun to go work. Right, right, right. problem, right place, an entrepreneurial solution. What's there not to like? <laughs> that is so perfect. And of course, you need the finances for everything. So I have to ask you to chime in and tell us as well about his expertise. Oh, so Manju, you know, I've had the privilege of working with Akshay Patra both in India and right. in the US now for the past right. five to right. six years. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, the organization that I worked for, Vainan Company, actually did a lot of pro bono work with Akshay Patra in India, right. helping them right. think through right. a variety of issues. Right. Thinking right. about, for example, you know, uh, one of the key issues mm -hmm. that Akshay Patra is working through is that we have these large centralized kitchens and the capacity is starting from 25,000 meals per day, going up to 200,000 meals a day. 
One of the issues that Akshapath is grappling with is, is there another model where you can create smaller kitchens of 2,000 meals, maybe 10,000 meals a day, so that you can actually take these kitchens into the hinterland, as opposed to you know having these large kitchens in urban and semi-urban areas. So the entire economic modeling of you know what's the impact of doing something like that, what will be the impact on the cost per meal, which is very very important for Akshapatra, because you want to make sure that you know you deliver a hot, nutritious, hygienic meal to a child in as low a cost as possible. You don't want to compromise on the hot, hygienic, and nutritious, but you also want to make sure it's as low cost as possible. So doing that economic modeling, doing the financial modeling, all of that, I think, mm -hmm. you know, the, it, was very, it was very important for Akshay Patra to know what the impact was going to be. Okay. That's one example. The other examples as well, so for, you know, trying to figure out where to take out costs. Again, going back to making sure that it's as low cost as possible. How do you take out costs in different aspects of the operations? Okay. Uh, the other one is, for example, how do you make sure that you apply technology in fundraising? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Akshay Patra is uh, either the largest NGO in India or one of the largest NGOs. It's got a very wide reach in terms of the number of people it touches in terms of the food it delivers, but also in terms of, you know, people who donate mm -hmm. to Akshay Patra right, and right, making right. sure that there's technologies is applied in the fundraising aspect right. as well. Right. So thinking about that. So there are many aspects that, you know, I've been able to, uh, contribute my skills, my expertise, not just at an individual level, but also through the organization that I worked for. And it was a privilege to do that uh, for Akshay Patra. So you, uh, as we mentioned, are a very successful entrepreneur. And nowadays they say that all the nonprofits have to be run on a successful business model so that more people can get involved and they can, there are greater benefits. What are your thoughts on that? And how do you think entrepreneurs in particular can help Akshay Patra? Yeah, definitely. I think the, the concept of uh, bringing the business experiences into nonprofit organizations, uh, you know, for example, one is obviously from a financial modeling perspective, right? You okay. want to make sure that you don't take on more than what you can raise because okay. Even, even in case of Akshay Patra, we want to make sure that the operational expense are fairly well covered. And in fact, this is one of the things that we always keep, keep pushing, even in the Akshay Patra board meetings as well, to ensure that in the event of any downturn in the market and in the event that we cannot raise enough money, Akshay Patra as a foundation cannot stop because you have committed to providing this many number of meals every day. And that means students cannot starve. So we have to ensure that from a financial perspective, right, we have enough buffer, we have enough resources to ensure that the organization can continue even during the downturn. The second is uh, the, this whole aspect of uh, the being in touch with the customers. And a lot of nonprofit organizations that, that I have seen they come to the donor once a year asking for money. Mm -hmm. And most donors actually don't like that. They, okay. they would like to stay connected with the organization. They would like to okay. know what is happening with the organization on 
almost on a regular basis. Right. That is I such a valid point. Such a valid point because there is a relation of relationship of sort built then. Exactly, right. and this is right. how businesses are built, right? Even right. in businesses, like when I was running my company, the whole philosophy that we had adapted was customer acquisition and customer retention. Customer acquisition is getting the new customer. Customer right. retention is the existing customer continues to come back and buy more products from you, and then right. as the customer is happy. He he is going to go spread the word about you, right, right, right. to get you so additional customers. So that right. is the same concept. So that is why bringing this uh, business angle and the entrepreneurship angle right. into these right. nonprofit organization is uh, is actually what right. helps to gain right. bigger momentum. Right, and uh, Rachna, of course, a doctor and. What I've seen, you're a great networker. You're in many organizations, <laughs> including Api. So tell us about your journey here and your expertise. Sure. Uh, so Manju, what when you look at Akshay Patra's mission uh, to feed kids, but what is very powerful there is twenty dollars can feed a child for an entire school year. Since getting involved with Akshay Patra, I have never looked at a $20 bill in the same way. I always think I can feed another child here. And that I feel I am in a profession of healing. I touch a lot of lives. I touch a lot of people who touch a lot of lives. So I think this prescription of Akshay Patra is an amazing prescription to heal the soul. Right. And so true. I would love to write that prescription for every single person in the United States. I love that. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> now, Rupa, of course, uh, nowadays when I talk to my daughter, she says it's every woman's dream to be an entrepreneur. And here you are, a woman entrepreneur. But you also have a degree in pharmacy. So uh, tell us about your uh, expertise and how it's helped Akshay Patra. Actually, it's interesting. So expertise <laughs> from an entrepreneurship perspective, I mentioned earlier. Um, yes. yes. The resilience, uh, not right. giving up, uh, being right. persistent. And when you are uh-huh. working for an NGO, uh, you're right. constantly asking for funds so that right. we can feed even more children. And uh, you get used to hearing no very often. Uh, As an entrepreneur, you get used to hearing no all the time. Uh, So it is uh, good practice that I've got. Uh, And when I look at the pharmacy background, right, actually I can tie it to my visit to the kitchen. Uh, So I have visited a couple of kitchens uh, Uh in Akshapatra. I worked as a pharmacist in India before I came to the US Mm -hmm. for my master's uh, in pharmacy. And when I visited the kitchen, I was uh, pleasantly surprised. Uh, they talk about uh, good manufacturing practices, current good manufacturing practices. I got to see that firsthand at the Akshapatra kitchen. Uh, there was nothing that was being touched by hand. Everything was automated. Things were done at a huge scale. Next to the vat that was making sambar, 
there was a recipe how much salt to add how much dal to add how long to boil it for which masalas to add and that uh-huh. ensures quality it ensures consistency right. so not that much different right. from the pharmaceutical world right <laughs> that's right <laughs> uh, that was um, very very inspiring so really the right. visit to the kitchen and tying that right. to my pharmacy background uh, was eye opening and it said this is what uh, cause uh, i can associate right. myself with desh um, akshapatra has stepped up for so many difficult situations in india whether it's a uh, Uh, we've seen it all the earthquakes in nepal the tsunami and now covid when you look back what do you think have been uh, what has been behind this major success of akshapatra how has the organization come together at the most difficult time to support the country yeah no it's pretty amazing you know as it is india is chaotic and yeah. when a crisis happens the chaos even magnifies and in all the chaos their ability to execute is just amazing and this compassion that really pulls everything together and so whether it's chennai floods or earthquakes or covid where they already served 180 million meals last year but the one that i remember the most uh where akshay patra differentiated itself clearly from even major organizations like red cross and other organizations that have been involved with crisis management for a long time is nepal you know when the nepal earthquake happened i happened to be in new york where david rockefeller was celebrating his 100th birthday and they were giving ratan tata an award so when i met ratan ratan suddenly said hey you know there's earthquake in nepal what is akshay patra doing because i had introduced him to akshay patra when he came to visit us in hubli and i said great idea we should do something and then he said he will give us the prefab structure to set up the kitchen so he you know his organization loaded up three truck loads of prefab material and these guys they set up the kitchen in nepal within two weeks and started serving 100000 meals a day whereas red cross and lots of the other organizations were still trying to do their surveys the connect you know doing their strategic plans and everything else so their ability to execute under tremendous amount of pressure and crisis is is what's superbly impressive and 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 they are probably best in the world i would say well and so many lives saved because of that yes absolutely right. right and of course in covid times what uh, akshay patra has done including the happiness boxes and all that rajiv would you like to shed some light about covid times and akshapatra contributions absolutely uh, i mean covid has been a uh, absolute disaster globally and india is no exception uh, but what amazes me about akshapatra is uh, even though akshapatra is so big it is still so agile so innovative and in march 2020 when covid hit when the schools were shut down akshapatra pivoted very quickly identified the need and people still needed to be fed so akshapatra started to serve uh disadvantaged people mm-hmm. and uh, you may recall uh migrant labor crisis it soon right. after that right. where uh, hundreds of million of people started to walk to their hometowns to their right. villages 
hundreds right. or thousands of miles away without any support, without transportation. And during that time, Akshapatra started to serve the meals. Uh, fast forward in August 2020, when the schools were supposed to open and the schools did not open because of the COVID, we started to wonder how our kids are being fed. Because as you and Manju may know, for a lot, a lot of these kids, Akshapatra mm-hmm. meal used to be the only meal of the day. Right. Now with the schools closed, the kids not coming to school, uh, that started to become one of the concerns. So we came up with this concept of happiness kit, which later evolved into family happiness kit, mm-hmm. where kids could come to the school and get this kit, uh, this box that contained the ration supplies. For girls, it also included the sanitation supplies, and it also included educational material. Because we wanted to make sure that during this COVID, we continue to we continue to keep that uh, learning process going, the education connection going. So we include the educational supplies as well. And uh, later we real after subsequent lockdowns, we realize it's not just the kid; their families don't have food either. So that is when these uh, these happiness kits evolved into family happiness kits. I'm going to ask you some fun questions. So I'm going to ask everybody, what is that most memorable moment for you in your Akshapatra journey? I know there are many moments like that. And I'm also going to ask you, what is the most enjoyable part of being in this Akshapatra journey? For me, I have to say, you know, I've been part of Akshapatra since 2008. And the best part, the most enjoyable part has been meeting um, everybody in Boston, very like-minded people, as Rakesh calls it, the dream team. So it's a, it's really nice. We recently met after the COVID break, and it was like unbelievably nice. So mm. Desh, tell me what has been some of the most memorable moments and the fun moments. No, no, you're absolutely right. <laughs> I mean, the most fun part has been getting to, number one, realize that there's so many like-minded, very compassionate right. people and meeting them all. So, you know, in the 16 years, originally we used to do maybe, if you remember, we started off with the first gala in Boston in 2006. Yes. And then slowly it became three and then five. And, and then we used to do about 12. So for the first 10 years, I pretty much attended every gala that took place. So the number of people that I met uh, during these things is just amazing. You know, so it, it was an amazing opportunity to meet and get to know so many people. Uh, that was probably the the most uh, fun part of that this whole journey, I think. And I still have those relationships. Nice. And what was the most fun part? I, I think the memorable part of this whole thing. I think you know you talked about Jaipur Kitchen. So I went to Jaipur right. Kitchen twice. First, I went there in 2007, seven, eight, when I used to. I think. Uh, we had a Thai retreat and I used to be global chairman or something. So I took all the Thai members to Jaipur Kitchen and that was an amazing experience. And then in 2014, you know, Bill Clinton, the Clinton Global Initiative had about 10,000 of those. And after the 10 years of that program, he had to pick one institution to go visit. And the one that stood out was a Chaipatra in their minds. So I actually went with Bill Clinton to Jaipur. And we had these like six extraordinary kids who came and spent time with the president and they were fearless. 
you know, <laughs> just talk to him as though he was like next door buddy. And all the grown-ups were all like tensed up and stressed out and everything else. And then we went to the school, we served food. And, you know, I think, I think seeing the kids is probably always the most memorable thing that you experience that you have when you, when you work with Akshay Patra. You know, one of the things that I find so striking about you, Desh, I've been working with you for a long time, is your extraordinary memory about people. It seems like you never forget anyone once you've met them. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, I mean, they make such an impression on you that it's hard. It's hard to forget, you know. So, no, I mean, I mean, it's it's more a credit to them than to me because uh, all these people are so impressive. Right. Now, what about you, Rajiv? Anything very memorable and enjoyable? Certainly, yeah. The best part of, I would say, my job as the interim CEO is meeting volunteers, chapter chairs, supporters, right. and donors. Right. Um, right. It has been absolutely most enjoyable part. And there's mm-hmm. one in particular that I remember. I was visiting uh, many different chapters and meeting volunteers and chapter chairs. And I met this one individual a very ardent fan and supporter of Akshay Patra. And as we started to talk about the life journey and his story, and it's the stories of these people that is really the most inspiring and moving. Mm -hmm. So he shared with us that his father was a janitor in the municipal corporation in a tier two city in India. You can imagine that. Uh, And he was totally illiterate. His mother had attended school. So she encouraged him to go and attend school and get educated. And at the time, this was before Akshay Patra, at the time, he used to get the midday meal in form of milk, a glass of milk, and a katori or a, a small bowl of uh, suji or wheat of rye, uh, right. cream of wheat. And he sustained them that for seven years and got educated And now he has come to U.S. very successful and a very contributing, large contributing member of the society, both in in U.S. as well as in India. So when you hear stories like those, those are the ones that really inspire. And and I found those, I find those really memorable. And on the other side, uh, on the fun side, is working with the youth ambassadors. Yes. So, you know. Uh, I've met the youth ambassadors in Boston, really lively group, and I've worked with the youth ambassadors here in the D.C. area, and uh, we, we have produced many virtual events, especially during COVID, and uh, typically we have youth ambassador be the MC of those events, and they are so funny, they're so hilarious, they're just full of joy, full of energy, and it's really fun to hear them and work with them. Right, right. But you, uh, Raji's comments just bring back a memory that the, our youth ambassadors will, will appreciate this story. You know, this was about 10 years ago. And when I was in Dallas Gala, a young lady uh-huh. came up to me and gave me a check for $2,700 for a ninth grade. Oh. That was a lot of money. So I said, How do you raise that? She said, Oh, we did a marathon. I said, Oh, really? So she said she got 10 of her friends and they fasted for 30 hours. And they had people sponsor them for every hour they fasted. So she wanted all her friends and herself to experience what hunger is like. 
So that was a very touching moment. That is. How about you, Shiva? So clearly, I mean, the school experience is unrivaled. Right. I mean, there is you, everyone in, in their lives, you have to go see when an Akshay Patra uh, truck arrives and the food comes and, right. and then the first bite goes into you. For me, the other one that was uh, amazing was uh, in 2015, the floods of Chennai happened. Massive floods that uh, nobody expected Chennai to be flooded. This is not an experience anybody even expects. And there was no way to deliver food. And we were trying to figure out how to. And I contacted Akshay Patra. Within 24 hours, fresh meals, cooked in Bangalore, packaged, delivered, distributed. 10,000 meals were done in a 24-hour period. Unbelievable how fast it responded to go back to. It's not... uh, uh, we, we talk about uh, our personal feelings of what we want to give back. Right, right. But the ability to do it in scale, the logistics right. to go with it, and the impact that you make, right. that's what makes the difference with Akshay Padra. The good feelings can be channeled into something right. truly impactful very, very quickly. Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shri, because he has experienced both in India and United States. Actually, they're, they're both the same, Manju. You know, when you go to a school, when you go to a right. school, right. and you see the the expression on a child's face when right. they get this hot meal, right. it is right. just a delight, and you feel yes. very fulfilled as an individual that you made right. some small contribution right. to. And uh, I would I would I would suggest to anyone who's watching, listening, to actually, irrespective of whatever the relationship with Akshay Patra yeah. is, to actually experience this, to go and see what a midday meal in a government school in India looks like, and the, and the way that Akshay Patra touches the lives of these children, and if you have the opportunity to see how that actually impacts not just the lives of the children, but their families as well. And how about you, Rachna? Uh, so as Shiva and Sri said, the kitchen and the school experience is, to me, a transformational experience because after you right. go there, it's impossible not to get involved. Uh, so my first school visit, uh, my first kitchen visit was in Nagpur, which is my home city. And we went there and I was so impressed with the non-touch technique and very um, modern facilities that are being used uh, to prepare and deliver food. And then we sat down and we tasted the food and it was just very good. It was very true to the Nagpur palate. And Shiva and Sri can tell you, Akshay Patra, will deliver, will give the midday meals and they will cater to the region, region in the, where the schools okay. are. Okay. So wow. schools in South India are mainly rice-based cuisines and the uh-huh. kids in North India are usually served a more roti-based okay. cuisine. Roti-based. Because you, know, you okay. can't give kids what they're not used to. Absolutely. How they will eat. So that was one great experience. And another aha moment for me was last time when I visited the Bangalore kitchen. Okay. It was a nice vertical kitchen. And then Uh we talked to the manager and the manager was one of the beneficiaries of Akshay Patra when he was a child. 
So oh. he completed his education and now he's running the kitchen. So it's like a wow. full circle experience. Yes. And that tells you what the, you. the investment that Akshay Patra made in that ch child's life, how it has transformed his life. So that was an amazing experience. Yeah, that's a very, <laughs> very, very nice and interesting question. So the, uh -huh. the most memorable for me is when challenges happen for this organization, how well the organization handles these challenges and then right. comes comes out of it. Like, like you know, we had a situation where uh, on one of the occasions, uh, there was some challenge with uh, uh, somebody corrupting the food that we we right. were delivering to the schools, right. and and the blame came on Akshay Patra. Right, I remember that. And when that happens, how Akshay Patra the the methodologies, the processes, and in a very calm demeanor, right. they went back and then they proved that it was mm -hmm. not actually Akshay Patra's problem. Right, right. And the culprits were found, and Akshay Patra came completely unscathed, you know, from right. any of these kind right. of incidences. Right. I mean, these things, it helps me a lot as a businessman right. as to problems do occur, no matter right. where you are. And when the problems do occur, how do you handle these problems? And right. how you should have prepared yourself to handle these problems, right? right. And then what do, what do you learn from this? Right. Right. So That's I think amazing. that is the, that is the most... Uh, uh, exciting and memorable part of the thing. The other aspect mm -hmm. to, to the other question that you asked the is fun part. Uh, <laughs> the fun part, right? Is uh, uh, you know, if, like someone like me, an entrepreneur. The, the the fun part of being an entrepreneur is experimenting with new things, <laughs> right? And I don't know whether everything that I experiment is going to succeed or not. Right. But that is the fun. And this organization is exactly like that. Uh -huh. So it's very, very entrepreneurial in their thinking. Right, right. And they, they have, uh, when you suggest new ideas, when you tell them new things, they're always willing to try it out. Right. Right. Okay. We don't know whether it's going to succeed or not. Uh -huh. But the, the organization is actually willing to put their resources behind as long as it has a positive impact on their operations, whether it reduces the cost of operations or it makes right. the meal to be a lot more nutritious, right? Or whatever that is, as long right. as it benefits the organization in some form or the right. other, this organization is actually willing to try. And that is how yes. a lot of their innovation in their operations, in their kitchen, in, right. you know, I'm, I'm sure you must have heard of how in one hour we make about 60,000 rotis right. Right in right. the northern Indian kitchens, right, and right. things right. things like that, right? Uh, it's right. very you know very innovative. Right. What about you, Rupa? I think I'm going to echo what has been already said. Uh, for me, attending the school. Uh, so I grew up in Mumbai. There's a lot of slum areas or chhoparpatti, as they call it, uh, around right. where I grew up. And okay. attending the uh, school near Thane in Bombay uh, mm -hmm. was. Uh, a very uh, inspirational, I would say, an eye-opening experience.
Because when I spoke to the kids, I asked them, what do you want to do when you grow up? There was nothing holding back. One person wants to be a doctor. One person wants to be a teacher. One wants to be a policeman. One wants to be in the army. And really, this is the investment Akshay Patra is making. So the future is so bright for these kids. They have the same ambitions that kids who are growing up in middle and upper class families have. But they have an opportunity to fulfill their dreams just like any of us. And that was a fascinating and eye-opening experience for me. You know, when I... When I listen to all of you, it's just amazing. It's it's how like-minded people come together from different parts of the same country. And here also you will all, it's a, it's a very shared vision. So it's, it's wonderful to hear that. So now talking of fun time, we have a great gala coming up on November 20th in the neck of, in your neck of the wood, ladies. So Irupa, how about you? Tell me a little bit. I know you're doing a great interview there. So tell me about it. <laughs> I'm really excited about the gala. The gala is a fun time. There is so many right. people coming together. It's just uh, everybody is there to have a blast. Uh, during right. this gala, right. we have quite a few uh, very accomplished women who are going right. to be interviewed. There is going to be a fireside chat. So I'm interviewing Indra Nui. Um, she's the CEO, nice. of, CEO of PepsiCo. Yes, and yes. that's one powerful woman. Yes, uh, yes. She just released a book uh, called yes. My Life in Full. And I would right. encourage every person, uh, whether they are uh, parents, whether they are philanthropists, whether they are corporate executives, whether they're entrepreneurs, uh, to okay. read that book. The people that we have, right, the volunteers uh, who really help the gala uh, become what it is, uh, whether it is uh, the grassroots campaigns, connecting with their friends and family, having them attend, uh, whether it is um, auctions, whether it is souvenirs, everybody plays a small role. And that really Absolutely. is what makes uh, the gala what it is. Yeah. So, Rachna, even before I met you, I heard about your... Uh, how good you are with the galas. <laughs> so that's your uh, special skill. So tell us more about the upcoming gala as well. We thank you, Manju. We are excited for the upcoming gala and personally want to invite you. We would thank love you. to I have appreciate you it. I appreciate at the gala. It. We are all going to be here uh, there. And uh, the tri state chapter uh, along with the board has put in so much time and effort to make this uh, a huge success. Everyone, we have a very diverse group of people in the chapters and everyone plays to their strengths, including the youth ambassador, uh, who actually, you know, they the amount of work these kids do, the days leading up to the gala and the gala is just phenomenal. Along with Indra Nui, we have Anita Dongre, who I would call the Versace of the Indian fashion. Yes, yes, I agree. (laughs) She has graciously agreed to interview with us and then donate one of her saris uh, to be auctioned at uh, the event. So we are super excited about it. Other than just being an iconic fashion designer, she works very closely in promoting 
uh, fashions and promoting skills uh, in women from rural India. And she wants to bring them to center stage and display their skills through her work, uh, which sets her apart. Um, and I would love to hear her vision and Akshay Patra's mission of promoting education resonates with Anita's mission. So we are looking forward to hearing her and also Dr. Abraham, who is, of course. Who is the first uh, physician of Indian origin yes. to be president of American Council of Physicians. Yes. So we are honored to have him and share his vision. And this tells us to all our youth ambassadors and all of the beneficiaries of Akshay Patra that these are the success stories of immigrants and this is all possible. You know, when I listen to you guys, I have to say, I don't think there can be better brand ambassadors for Akshay Patra. And it's not surprising because the cause, the good cause brings great people together to do more. So I think anybody who watches this interview, if they're not joined, Akshay Patra is going to find a great reason to do so. But I'm going to ask uh, Sri in one sentence, if there is something we've forgotten or something you want to reinforce why people should join Akshay Patra, do tell us. <laughs> It's just, it's a great, compelling cause. You know, come and join the cause of eliminating hunger in children. And, you know, to help them realize the full potential of what they can be. That's the simple cause. That's wonderful. And Shiv, you are um, the chairman. So tell us if you could have anything you wanted, what would be on your wish list for Akshay Patra? <laughs> The thing that has been uh, wonderful in the last several years is Akshay Patra is growing at a grassroots level. Yes. The other day, I saw uh, seven and eight-year-old children in Phoenix doing kachoris for a cause. They were big, big sale with kachoris. <laughs> wow. This is, uh, I was talking to uh, a chapter in Dallas where they had just naturally gotten together and, and starting to raise... The amount of fun that is being had as these chapters are growing up in Grand Rapids or Des Moines or, or in Austin or in, or, in, or in Las Vegas, the message they want to get out is Akshay Patra is a great cast, but it is a lot of fun. You can yes. get together yes. and do good things yes. while having fun yes. with people Absolutely. who are like-minded like you. We want to give back to the children, as uh, Rachina beautifully said, all three castes, children, Education, hunger, all put together. Right. Here is one that we can we can, we can grow across the country in in the United States. There's so much to be grateful for what Akshay Patra has done. So, thank you so much for doing all that. And uh, Desh, you've come so far since you started this journey in your home office in 2006. What do you think the future holds for Akshay Patra? And if you had a wish list, what would you like to be on that wish list? Yeah, you know, I, I think the uh, the world has a lot of NGOs. You know, both right. US and India, they have more close to three billion NGOs. Right. right. But there are very few NGOs which have the capability to bring about a systemic change. Right. What I mean by systemic change is that 
they really change, bring about a change that can change the whole country. So in India, there's over 120 million children who need Akshay Patra meals. And right now, we serve maybe a couple of million. So that's still like less than 2% of the population. So Akshay Patra is already a role model for programs all over the world. But they need to now think about bringing about a change to all the 120 million children. And they're not going to do that by they serving 120 million. They need to keep scaling because only when they scale, the program becomes ubiquitous, the program becomes everywhere. And then in democracy, what I've seen is that you have to show what's possible. Once people see what's possible, they'll find a way to get there. And then Akshay Patra needs to train a lot more people to do something similar to what they do. They need to work with the government a lot more to make sure the government embraces this program because they've seen, I'm a big believer in policy with proof of concept. And Akshay Patra should continue to prove the concept and show how this is not beyond what we can do. We can provide a nutritious, good, healthy meal and change the course of life of a whole family by by doing this at a very, very reasonable cost. You can feed a child for the whole year. Thank you so much. And I really appreciate your time. And uh, thank you for being part of Akshay Patra journey. And uh, thank you.